Just an amazing series for the Milwaukee Brewers behind their pitching staff. All three of those guys do their jobs and the bullpen. What else more can we say about the bullpen and a two game lead in the NL central. We'll celebrate for the next half hour next here on locked on Brewers. You are locked on Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. And it was a great weekend, wasn't it, everybody? A great weekend when the local nine goes out there and does what they did this weekend in Cincinnati behind just amazing pitching. And I know I've been getting under offense all year long. And I don't know how this pitching is going to keep up, but I'm enjoying it. And they got a two-game lead now in the NL Central, and they've cooled off the Reds. How are you doing, everybody? Shrek Freeman here on Locked On Brewers on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Great to have you along. Longtime sportscaster in the state of Wisconsin, talk show host, and of course, AP Radio. Been covering for them for over 40 years. Yes, the Milwaukee Brewers are my favorite professional sports team in the state of Wisconsin. And I know they're yours because you're joining us. And thank you very much. I see our YouTube audience growing every day. Uh, hit us up on YouTube, search Locked On Brewers. Uh, hit the subscribe button there. Hit the little bell there. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode. And also uh, the various uh, platforms out there that we drop the audio version on Monday through Friday. Um, you go to Google, go to Spotify, go to Apple, go to Amazon, all the major ones. I list them all on my Twitter account, which is Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Yeah, great mood. Great. I'm feeling great because I'm telling you what, I was in Door County this weekend. Playing some golf, going to the bars, watching the game, you know, stuff that you do out in Door County. Every place up there had the Brewer game on, which was good to see. Because you know how I feel about, you know, places you go and they don't have the game. And just everybody locked in. I see a lot of Brewer shirts up there. People glued in watching the Milwaukee Brewers sweep this three-game series from the Cincinnati Reds. And I'll be honest, I said this earlier today. I didn't think after they won the first two, you know how you know how we are, uh, Brewer fans. We always think, okay, they win the first two games of the series. Third game, they put the Sunday lineup out, and that's that. And they they're satisfied with two or three. And for a, for a while, it was headed in that direction. It was headed in that direction. So we're going to talk all about that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. This show is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks. You can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 100 bucks match, up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper terms for use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. All right. Yeah, I was saying, you know, this, this game today, they got down... 3-1, and you thought, okay, you know, this is the way it's going to go. Adrian Hauser was on the hill, didn't feel real comfortable with him. He gave up the three early runs, and then the Brewers roared back. Christian Yelich hit a home run. It was 3-2 going into the late innings, and the Brewers put up two in the eighth to come from behind and win. Andrew Monasterio, who started all three games at third base because the injured Brian Anderson came up with the bloop base hit to put this team out in front. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Again, that lineup, not great, but when you can get the pitching 
like you did this weekend in the Queen City Sweep, as it's called. You get Burnsy on Friday, Peralta on Saturday, and then Hauser pitching into the sixth inning. Now, I, I mean, I was just like thought early in the game, you know, Hauser went five and two thirds, six hits, three runs. Gave it those early runs. I thought, okay, he's on his way to a probably a seven to two loss today. And I just thought, okay, I, I felt like, man, I'm going to come into Monday's episode. We're going to be talking about a downer after they had won the previous two games. But the, the offense did rally. But Hauser was a big part in keeping this game tight, keeping it close. Hey, I'll take three runs over five and two-thirds out of Adrian Hauser. I'll do that every time. Every time. You should win a game. And the Brewers, now, their record against the Reds this year, eight and two. And their record against division opponents is 20 and nine. There's only one team that's got a better record against their own division, and that's the Atlanta Braves, who are just tearing it apart. But the Brewers, 52 and 42, 10 games over that 500 mark. Wow. I didn't think that we'd see this at this point with the Brewers. I was unsure if they were capable of getting. 10 games over the 500 mark because of just how bad their offense is. And their offense is bad. All right. Well, not like their offense tore it up this weekend, but their pitching was so good against a Reds offense. That's amazing. Ellie Dela Cruz. We would, I've been talking about him at nauseum. I feel like the last two weeks. All right. And how tough he's going to be for the next six years in that Reds uniform. Yeah, he is. But the Brewers got him 12 times. He went over 12. He struck out five times. Wow. Pitching did that this weekend. And you look at the bullpen. I mean, the bullpen. I was trying to think as I was eating my chicken sandwich, watching the Brewer game in one of the stops out in uh, Door County on Saturday night. I was thinking, has there been a better one, two, three punch right now than that Brewer bullpen has with Pagaro? Piamps and Williams. Now, K-Rod and Axford were fantastic as a one-two punch. But this, having three guys, one, two, three like that, that bullpen, wow. Pagaro, Piamps, and Williams. I mean, you could argue, as I mentioned, Piamps could have been an all-star. Probably should have. He had all-star numbers. And you put Pagaro in the mix. And I know the Brewers put a lot of pressure on these guys. If this bullpen and that starting rotation does not perform, these, these games could have turned this weekend. Could have been three losses. I, I'm aware of that. But it's all about team game. And I and I hate like heck to put pressure on these guys. And I and I believe it was counsel after the game on Saturday said when he was asked about his bullpen. And he's raved about his bullpen. He says, you know, we got to start scoring some runs. We got to stop putting all the pressure on our pitching staff to get the job done. And I've been saying that for weeks and months. But, I mean, that, that pitching was so good this weekend. Man. I mean, what Burns gave, I don't know a lot of you are down on Burns. And, you know, thank God he came back after, you know, the little episode he had where he felt a little faint. That's a little scary. Okay. And he came back and pitched another inning, but you know he he was fine. Probably was the heat or whatever. I don't know, 
but it was a little bit of a scary situation there. And he was able to bounce back and he, I think he struck out one or two guys in the next inning, but you know, thank God he he's okay. And he's going to pitch in this next series against the Phillies. And then Peralta was so good on Saturday night, three straight shutouts against the Reds. How come I didn't not, and I hate to belabor this, but how come I did not hear a lot of that talked about on the national shows today? Saw some national TV this morning getting up. And I didn't hear anybody raving about the Brewers throwing three straight shutouts against the Reds. Oh, yeah, you're Yankees and Red Sox. And where is Shohei going to end up? Yeah, all that was the talk. But the Brewers throwing three consecutive shutouts. In fact, I get this email from MLB, this morning mail, which I like. But I, I believe, let's see if they mention it. The MLB morning lineup. Oh, no, they do mention it. Of course, they mentioned about 10 different facts. So you just, of course, you know, they mentioned Shohei hitting his 33rd, the Orioles, uh, Manny Machado, the Dodgers, of course, with Mookie Betts going 4-4. Four four. You know he's going to make the news. And, of course, uh, the Yankees, uh, Stanton, Jolt's offense back to life. The Brewers managed to sneak into the top 10 headlines on Sunday morning. Rarity. I bet you it was five the Brewers wouldn't got in there. But I, I, I think I should stop worrying about that national stuff. But it's just, it's just a thorn in my side. It is. It is when I when I don't see our baseball team ever getting credit and getting dumped on at nauseum. All right, everybody. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers and Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. And sleeper, sleeper. You want to win up to a hundred dollars, hundred times your money on daily fantasy baseball. Sleeper now offering offering a hundred times payout. For up to an eight-pick contest, choose up to eight players, any eight you like, more or less, on your favorite baseball stats, home runs, strikeouts, hits. It's a whole bunch of them. I've never seen so many categories, but Sleeper has all of them. Get your pick right, all eight of them, and man, you could win big. Get a couple of them right, you're gonna you're gonna win big. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a hundred dollar match. On your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently, they're operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Amazing. Again, use that promo code locked on and you'll get a hundred dollar match, up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit there. But so many great things about this. Dynamic payouts are live. All the stat categories, stolen bases, triples, home runs. You can place in-game contests. Um, entries are easy to make, too. You don't have to go through 7,000 steps. You can make your entry in about 30 seconds and safe, fast withdrawals so you'll know that you're going to get your money once you win. And like I said, you can place in-game bet, uh, in-game contests and all that went up to a hundred times payouts, the highest payouts in the DFS market. So check it out. And again, put that promo code in there. That promo code is going to uh, give you a match of up to a hundred bucks. Use that promo code locked on and sleeper will match your first deposit up to the hundred bucks. Swing for the vests. Um, and you get that deposit match. It is a terrific way to go with sleeper. Download the app and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And all you everydayers out there, thanks for following me along on Twitter and more importantly, making Lockdown Brewers the number one podcast on the internet. 
the daily download that you come and you watch. I, I hear you, you know, I ran into people this weekend, locked on Brewers. Guys had the Brewers shirts on. They download it on their YouTube. They watch it on their 50 screen, 50 inch screen TV every day, or they download the podcast uh, on their phone or wherever on their device at home. Also, just say locked on Brewers and it'll come up. But there's all sorts of weight. But I want to thank you very much for making Lockdown Brewers and you everydayers making us the number one podcast on the internet. And the Brewers and Phillies will get back at it in a series, a huge three-game series. We're going to talk more about that series coming up on, on Tuesday morning. We're going to talk more about that series, preview that series. Uh, 540 Central Time of that first pitch, Brewers and Phillies on Tuesday, and you get that on SiriusXM, the SXM app, to search Brewers, and you're going to get all 162 of the Brewers and the Brewers in the first of three with the Phillies coming up on Tuesday night. Looking forward to this series as this very tough 15-game stretch continues for the Brewers. We're going to come right back and talk about the freak injury to Rowdy Telez. What? What happened there? And other injuries like that have happened toward the Brewers over the years. But that was bizarre. We'll talk about that next, coming up here on Locked on Brewers. Hey, everybody. Chuck Freeman here, Locked on Brewers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Uh, Owen Miller is going to be the everyday first baseman for the foreseeable future with the Milwaukee Brewers. Craig Council said that today, said that on Sunday night, Sunday morning. Uh, because you're going to get a lot of Owen Miller, he said. Rowdy Telez broke the tip of his finger on his throwing hand in a freak accident while in the outfield. He was going out there to run some sprints, apparently, and he got his finger caught in the wall or something like that. He's going to be out another three to four weeks. I mean, don't want to see that happen. I know he's having a terrible year, but man, just a, a freak accident. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. My first question is, what was Rowdy doing in the outfield? And apparently, the media did ask him that. You know, what are you doing in the outfield? Or they asked counsel that. They asked counsel that, and he said that he was running sprints. But okay, but man. So Owen Miller, the Brewers are going to have to go out and get themselves a first baseman. Owen Miller is not an everyday first baseman. And Rowdy, when he does come back, he's not an everyday first baseman. Okay. I mean, God bless the guy. We love him when he hits a home run, but he hasn't done that since there was snow on the ground in Wisconsin. But um, they're going to, they need themselves a first baseman who can hit with some power and is going to produce over there and stick that guy in the middle of the lineup. Owen Miller who's come up with some big base, homered the other night, okay, and homered since May, but Owen Miller is not an everyday first baseman. He's Mr. Right Now for the Milwaukee Brewers, but he's not an everyday first baseman. Which, back to the Telez injury, the Barrel MKE on Twitter, the Barrel MKE Listed some of the all-time doozies the Brewers have had for injuries. And I don't make me to make fun of his injury. But Rowdy got his finger stuck in the wall in Cincinnati. Just odd. 
The Brewers have had some other bizarre injuries over the years. Matt Wise, remember the reliever, cut his fingers on some salad tongs. I thought salad tongs at the time were plastic and not sharp. So Matt Wise, salad tongs, scooter, the shower stall. I don't remember that one at all. Uh, Steve Sparks, a phone book. Yeah, he tried ripping a phone book in half, and I believe he tore up his shoulder. That's what, how that one went. Uh, K-Rod's cactus misstep. I re- don't remember that. Jonathan Lucroy luggage. Lucroy had um, a luggage bag fall off the bed, he says, and fall right in his hand about well, 10 years ago. That was a bizarre injury, but there's been some several ones, some that you wonder, did it, is that the really, the way it went? Is that how the injury happened? Or did something else really happen? I mean, salad tongs? Rowdy did get his hand stuck in the wall from my understand. I mean, you can't make that stuff up, but he did stitches. He did like 17 stitches on his hand. It's been a terrible year for him. And you know, Rowdy, he's, he's trying to get himself back on track, but, man, he's got two injuries now. On a guy who's been relatively healthy. He's got the forearm injury, and now he's got this broken fingertip on his throwing hand. Brewers do need themselves another first baseman. All right, the Phillies are coming up ahead this weekend. Uh, in a in this week in a huge, huge series. Huge series because the Brewers got to go in there and they can't throw back these games that they won against the Reds. Can't throw them back. Some of your tweets today. Buck Kruer says, I declare Bryce Terang is the best second baseman the Brewers have had since Jim Gantner. I said that the other day. He, I mean, what the fa- he made an early defensive play today in the second inning. And like later on in the game, another one. Threw a one-hopper to Miller at first base who dug it out of the dirt. But yeah, Bryce Trang, can we live, though, with a second baseman who's going to hit 198 if he's he's providing with with A++ defense? For now, I guess. God, I just, you know, the Brewers at 52 and 42. I really want to just be all in love with this team. But it's a tough team to fall in love with when you got guys hitting 220 all around the infield. Uh, Brian says, Yelly's first pitch a home run after Council's call out, call out is leadership. Love Brewers are hitting to the opposite field. The Yelly's been hitting opposite field all year long. Steven says, they're unlikely to trade for Hader. I just don't dismiss the possibility. They're not going, you know, there's been chatter and the Brewers needing bullpen help right now. I said all along they need another eighth inning guy. <laughs> Maybe Piams is the guy. Okay. We got till August 1st to make that decision. But so far, yeah, I said it, it, they need bats. They need another bullpen guy. But I didn't, none of us saw Piamps continuing his role like he is. He had two strikeouts on Saturday, and he's just great. So maybe they don't need another eighth inning guy. 
But again, we got to August 1st to make that decision. And who knows what other injuries are going to pop up. Uh, Steve says there's injuries that happen. The 82 Brewers had no replacement for Raleigh Fingers, and arguably that costed the championship that year. Uh, they had five Hall of Famers on that team. They should have won the World Series and beat St. Louis in 82 even without Raleigh Fingers. Uh, a lot of chatter about the Brewers. Are they going to go out and get themselves hater? Boy, the Padres are a mess. No, they're not. They're not trading for hater. It would be great. I don't know how some of those bullpen guys would feel about it because Hader would be taking their innings. And how about Hobie Miller pitching two, two scoreless on Sunday? Hobie Miller, man, he's another guy who's doing the job. Yeah, a lot of chat, chatter today about should the Brewers go out and get themselves Josh Hader. I don't see it happening. I really don't. They are not going to go out and get Hader. But Brian Anderson with a back strain, is on the injured list. So the Brewers put both of their cor- both their corners right now are out. We're going to talk about that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Hey, thank you, everybody out there, for following us along on Twitter. Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D, and all the various podcasts, Google, Spotify, Apple, everywhere. We're on all those podcasts, downloading every day these episodes. And, of course, on YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers. Hit the subscribe. Hit that that bell there. And, you know, hit the alert buttons on, on the audio downloads as well because they're going to alert you every time we drop an episode here on Lockdown Brewers. The video we try to drop at night, the audio in the overnight hours. So thank you very much. Uh, yeah, Brian Anderson, the back strain on the injured list for the Brewers. So the, their preferred first and third baseman, well, Urias, there was their preferred third baseman, but he's down hitting down in the minors. He was hitting 145 here. But Brian Anderson, back strain, 10 days lower back. Jemai Jones was called up. Uh, Monasterio played third base all three games this weekend. And he hit the big hit on Sunday, but third base is another place. First and third base. If I was Arnold, I would be looking for first and third baseman. Okay, first and th- guys who could hit with some pop. Because even with Brian Anderson, I would still be looking for another third baseman. Because, my gosh, with this pitching the way it is, you could have a special year. If he just had a couple of guys who could generate some offense on this team, more than you know one or two runs a game. Well, somebody got mad at me the other day. When I said, well, here are the Brewers once again trying to live off a one nothing lead, and they won both of those games. But still, you don't want to live that way. You don't want to have to live. They scored, you know, they, they scored no more than four runs in these three games, and they swept the three-game series. But, yeah, I mean, you guys know that. You know, you know that's not the way to go. Uh, the Phillies are ahead coming up this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, off day on Monday. Uh Tehran, who is not pitched in two weeks, will get the start. That Tuesday, that is a very interesting start. Having not pitched the series right before, did not pitch in that series before the All-Star break against the Reds, okay? 
I believe it was the Mets. It was the last time he pitched. And uh, he's going to start for the first time in got to be over two weeks. Uh, Wade Miley hasn't started in a while since back before the All-Star break. He gets the ball in the second game of that series. And Corbin Burns, who was told by Matt Arnold that he's not going to be traded. <clears throat> I like that thought. Some of you out there think the Brewers are making a mistake by not trading Burns. I want to keep him. I want to keep him. I'm all in. Keep Burns. Keep, keep riding Burns. If he leaves, he leaves for a contract somewhere down the line. Okay. But I'm not trading him before August 1st unless the Brewers completely fall in the tank. All right? Completely fall in the tank. But when they shorten up this rotation... Greg Council is going to have some interesting decisions to make, but as they always say, that's a good problem to have. We're going to preview the Phillies and Brewers more coming up. Tehran, Miley, and Burns are your starters Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We're going to get more delve into this Philly series, but enjoy it for now, everybody. Y'all tuning us in on Sunday night. And a Monday and a drive to work and enjoying beautiful Wisconsin and the great weather we have. The Brewers have a two-game lead in first place. They swept this series for the Reds. They are now, what is it? Where did I write that down? The Brewers are eight and two against the Reds this year. Amazing. They are cool. They are the one team that has the Reds number here this summer. It's the Milwaukee Brewers. Who would guess 10 games over the 500 mark with how futile this offense is. But the pitching, can it continue to hold up? Huge weekend series coming up next weekend as well with the Atlanta Braves coming into Amfan Field. But before that, the Phillies. And the first of three Tuesday night, we'll talk about that on Tuesday's episode. I'm Chuck Freeman. Thanks for joining me on Lockdown Brewers. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, we are your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.